episode of the Quill Podcast. And here we are on this very first episode. Uh, it's been it's been a while since I've done a live stream. It's currently 12 a.m. here in Romania and uh, th- th- this podcast is going to be uh, quite interesting. Uh, and it If you didn't know, I'm Romanian. I live in Romania. I uh, live literally in a an old, like communist-made uh, apartment building, and I live quite almost literally across the street from where my grandfather lived. My grandfather lived for like. 75 years almost some something like that and he he had an interesting life he was uh, born on in the year 1935 and uh, he had such an interesting and such a riveting life uh, being born like in a one of the close to the one of the biggest cities uh in Romania being Cluj-Napoca you know or Kolozsvaros if you were to know any Hungarian people that's what they would call it or it's called something else in Germ- Germ- German for example so you know everyone has kind of their their name for it so uh let me show you uh, the images if you're watching live on twitch thank you if you're watching uh, on youtube also thank you don't forget to subscribe and all that if you're listening on t- on I- apple podcast google podcast himalaya anchor spotify wherever thank you for listening and you know always live like rate whatever you have to do and share it and hope it's gonna be interesting uh, the the pictures you see the video you see on loop here it's actually of Ro- uh, Romanian peasants here in Cluj working on something in the 1930s uh, so I found quite a bit of footage and I'm gonna give you first of all I'm gonna give you a context you know where Romania was in 19 in the 1930s um, what was going on in the country and in Europe kind of like a context before you know getting into the actual story so let, let's uh, jump into it because we have quite a long way to go like over an hour good um, so This is Romania. Romania is in Europe. No. There you go. Closer. If you're watching, you you'll have a map. Uh, we're we're neighbors with the Republic of Moldova, with Bulgaria, with Hungary. We're like in a in a very very cozy spot next to the Black Sea. So and we're technically one of the biggest countries in uh, in europe like both size and population but you know many romanians uh, like ran away and emigrated especially after the eu and stuff like that but anyway uh yes this is current romania and this is the romania we're gonna talk about uh Uh, this episode be exactly to be more precise um, and at the time my grandfather was born in 1935 uh, there was a lot of tension in Europe and there was a lot going on especially with the rise of Adolf Hitler and you know just the whole little thing of a world war um, coming about and stuff like that Uh, besides uh, in that period of time Romania was a kingdom so he had uh, he had a king in Carol the second 
which was crowned in 1930. We all, so this is how it's gonna work, just so you know. I, I have a bunch of stuff here about his life and years and, you know, just a bunch of things and I'm gonna look through them and I'm we're gonna piece uh, his life basically through that and minute by minute and year by year we're, we're just gonna go uh, through his life because my grandfather died like two or three years ago now and I just I just think he had such an interesting life even if he didn't yearn for it he was just born in that period where by the end of the world war he was 10 so you know it, it, it's something um, it, it's something being and you know living nowadays and or during the communist era and living you know during a world war which is still something mind-boggling for me you know because it is you can't really you can't really uh, like hide from that so yeah let's let, let's keep this rolling and uh yeah as i was saying in romania uh the in the year 1935 the national christian party the fascist party um, kind of took um birth and it's very important we're gonna go to like 1939 and up there for at least this episode uh, don't worry I'm not gonna try to prolong this very much so uh, to show you on the map where where my grandfather was born he was born in 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 a city called Cluj, but he was born right next to it which is the the interesting part because that means he was born as a peasant and uh, if you didn't know most of the country by that point uh, outside of a few cities was very much like peasant driven and countryside driven having uh, not having a lot of industries and a lot of you know uh, technological advancements like others had at that time so it, it it was something very very interesting especially considering that uh, romania came uh, in the 1930s was right after the, the the great depression which hit here too so you know you learn something new uh, kind of every day and you know, um, being born in the 1930s, it was quite peaceful. It was quite interesting, and I want to show you a few, a few things. Like uh, there, there's, there are a few videos of uh, Romania being represented in in the world, and I want you to see how we were seen at that moment like here's a video from uh, 1935 from an american company and i'm probably gonna try to shut up doing it Everybody knows His Majesty King Carol II, the present ruler of Romania. He is fortunate to have Romania to rule, as it is one of the most beautiful countries in Southern Europe. With him is his brother, Prince Nicholas, and his son, Crown Prince Michael, once a king himself before the return of his father. 
King Carol loves to drive the high-powered Hispano Suiza himself. And now he leaves Hunedwara for a long stretch to his castle in Sanaya, romantically located in the Carpathian Mountains, one of Romania's cities renowned for its charm and beauty. You will find many roads like this one in Sanaya. They are cut right through an old pine forest, which today, however, is a national park. There are such roads leading to mountaintops from where the view is absolutely unforgettable. It is unforgettable, honestly. Like in fairy tales, this road brings you to the charming castle Pelesh, the favorite summer and winter residence of the Romanian royal family. Oh, if you could only the see castle what was built in 1887 by Romania's first king, Carol I. Right now who was crowned in 1881 in Bucharest after the declaration of Romania's independence, which took place in 1877. In this splendid castle, there are many outstanding paintings, classics, and the works of modern artists. A great amount of the sculptured furniture is the artwork of the old King Carol I, who was renowned for his hobby. The style of this architecture is Swiss throughout, with the exception of the statues in the gardens, which are of French origin. On July 20th, 1927, King Ferdinand I, the actual king's father, passed away in this castle after a long illness. Not far from the royal summer palace we have just seen is Sanaya's monastery with its bell tower, from where were shouted warnings against aerial attacks during the World War. This magnificent monastery's cathedral, an example of typical Romanian architecture, is the work of many artists who spent years to complete it. Inside, there are religious paintings on the walls and ceiling, beautifying this holy church where people come from far and near to pray for peace and happiness. This didn't really change even now. That's kind of the same thing. Now, pe people taking pilgrimages. Almost to all houses in Sanaya bear the stamp of Romanian architectural style, original in itself, and copied in other countries for its beauty. Modernistic touches can also be found in this house recently built, making it so much more outstanding when you consider this small type of mountain house. We destroyed this. We don't have uh, urbanism planning and stuff like that. Romania. So, people started building. Uh, Willy nilly wherever they felt like buildings and villas and hotels and stuff like that. If you venture into this and they just ruined it. And they ruined buildings like this. And inside the casino there is also a nice afterwards by people not taking care of a library and other attractions to make it enjoyable for any visitor who would come to Sanaya, either because I know, for example, Ceausescu uh, loved that, uh, loved picture uh, places like that. So yeah, that's just kind of one of the of the the video, uh, you know, one of the videos. Uh, another one I have here. Change it back to the people working here and. it for a second because I have another one here uh, this is from uh, 1939 and actually no let let me show you Bucharest first uh, and how people saw it because it wasn't just Sinaya it, it was quite more than that and uh, Bucharest was known as little Paris the little Paris in the east basically basically and this is a German uh, video montage documentary thing and it's just so interesting to see how, how it was back then and how it is right now. This is all just to give you kind of a little bit of a context you know and what exactly is happening because if you go right now to Bucharest you're not gonna see this not gonna see wide nice boulevards and you know you won't really have see the nice roads and class and stuff like that because 
a lot of roads and stuff and places were both ruined both by the current administration and by the communist party like uh, Ceausescu wanted to remove so much of what was Romania's past and to not have be reminded by what was because you know you don't want people to uh, be nostalgic after you know having a king or you know uh, what was back then and what it is now especially the due to the conditions that he created yeah so you know uh, if you go to Bucharest, I'll go to Bucharest uh, actually in about two weeks or so and if you want me I'll vlog and I'll go show you some of the most beautiful places and the most amazing like architecture that, that you can still find because uh, much of it was sadly ruined because either people didn't take care of it after the 1990s or uh, you know Ceausescu in his madness to like refurnish basically Bucharest and make it into his vision uh, just tore down building after building after building and you know uh, yeah this is the video about Bucharest now let's go into 1939 to kind of show you where even with a king this is kind of the stance uh, of romania and where it uh, had its head at politically speaking because the king uh, was very much despised after a while especially during the later years so you know let me show you The funny, the funny thing is that, uh, as you, as you just saw, there was a German general, you know, saluting the Nazi salute and stuff like that, and people were reciprocating. And here you see a priest actually christening planes. I'm gonna tell you, this happens now to Romania in Romania also. They, this didn't change, and it went to ridiculous lengths. Like they, they were christening. Uh, gas pipes uh, statues everything they can christen they christen even cars so it's just absolutely ridiculous but as you can see these are these are images uh, from bucharest near bucharest which are are quite quite riveting to see you know impressive people come here and there, there's much more to to this than than it lets on and he, here's here's something more that that this is what uh i think not many people see and i i i was surprised that i found it so easily is uh romanian peasants and soldiers doing the nazi salutes uh, in 1939 and you know, Romania kind of has a bad history with accepting what they did in World War II. They tried after the 1990s to deny uh, their participation in the Holocaust, like 
tour three times now and uh they they were sanctioned and they were you know <laughs> kind of put back uh into their place by telling them no you were part of this so don't 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 try to deny it but they tried again and again and the third time they had to do a lot of stuff to uh make up for it like they have a few now holocaust memorials and stuff like that but they don't have actually you know it's not very public what they did and it it, it still upsets a lot of people uh, if you want to talk about that and the people you can talk about this uh mostly are either dead or they can't just they don't have enough proof you know like physical proof because of course the Romanian government wanted to hide this all of it so you know and here you're gonna have to see some tra traditional Romanian dancing and I swear to you if you it's like break this break dancing before break dancing it, it's so interesting and weird anyway yeah if you want to see there's a 55 minutes video you can find it it it's interesting because it's something you don't uh, see too often so yeah uh by this point you know uh in 1938 royal uh, they declared the royal dictatorship and there was a new constitution adopted by the end of February so you know uh, it, it was it was interesting it was interesting because by uh, by by the when my grandfather was uh, born in 1935 that's when kind of everything started going downhill so you know actually not not quite really romania has such a complicated complicated and stupidly complicated history that uh, you know you're, you're just gonna ask you, you just can't ask yourself what the fuck was going through their minds because it wasn't much it was either par profit or you know nothing um so yeah let's move on and tell you a bit about my 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 late grandfather and his his story he was as i said he was born in a rural area and uh at the time many romanians would have like two or three or five or six or seven or eight kids uh even because that that's what just what women did back then they they, they didn't have much to do so to speak they were just either working in the field making food making clothing and taking care of you know animals or they were making children it, it, it was it's such a simplistic view and you can still find that here uh in romania like uh i was talking to to someone uh, he was a history professor for 10 years and he was and we were talking about uh, romanian history and uh, all this stuff um and i was telling him that and we, we were you know agreeing on the fact that i i live in technically the second biggest city i think in romania something like that one of the biggest cities in romania and if you even if you look here um where was it uh cluj is was the fifth biggest you know city in romania back then um it, it's weird because you can go like you know drive like for an hour an hour and a half and you're in a in a town not even a town uh you're in a village where things are the way they were a hundred years ago like with they even 
even electricity you know they they used it they use it either for radio or tv but just because the tv is colored and or hd or whatever doesn't mean that uh they're they're better you know or smarter or just because some of them have uh smartphones because they're they're not because that's that's where they live and uh, sadly especially here in romania we don't have the quality of life that uh, many others might have for example in france in the uk in holland or places like that where there are actually good teachers and they send their good teachers and uh, the quality of the education uh, is very good for example uh, for example my grandma uh, m the mother of my mother only had like four classes four classes also someone that was born in the in the 1930s four classes for a woman it's nuts but that's what reality is and was when you were you know uh, from a village if you were a woman or a boy it didn't matter if you didn't have like uh, if you weren't like the priest boy or the mayor's boy or stuff like that where you know they were proud of you and stuff like that they wouldn't they wouldn't push you to go to like high school or finish high school or even go to college because why would you you know you're just gonna get out there and do what my father did my father's father did work the fields milk the cows get the food have a woman make children live you know very simple very straightforward and that's how many many people see it even now if you look for example it's a perfect map uh, there's a perfect map here on the right uh, depicting the literacy rate and if you see in Transylvania or this part of Transylvania kind of the middle south it had the best kind, kind of the best uh, literacy rate compared to the rest of the Romanian that it's basically red and pink and stuff like that and the same kind of is true now but you know on a micro scale being uh, with many like um, with many you know villages and stuff like that because that that's just what it is sadly uh, so imagine that my grandfather actually managed to get to eighth grades and even high school if i'm not mistaken which which is something but you know you can imagine being born with five or four brothers uh, one mother and in a poor place in a poor time right after the depression where the Romanian peasant didn't have much because they didn't have much sadly and you know it, it, it was something something uh, interesting because you can't really fathom it today unless you, you live in a really war-torn war country or uh, you have uh, like a direct contact with those that are under the poverty line those that are broke those that you know live in certain places like that you 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 really don't have a don't have a grasp on what, what's happening and uh, there are you can find uh, well you can try to find because there are out there uh, like news reports about the poverty in Romania especially in rural Romania where no one gives a damn and now imagine this situation but like a hundred years ago or eight, 80 years ago where 
you know you didn't have the technology to do what you can do now and to reach out the way you can reach out now you know so it, it, it's something kind of fascinating to know that you he my grandfather grew up not watching television not watching uh, barely listening to any radio if they had radio and you know stuff like that uh, and uh yeah let, let's keep moving because i i want to i want to really get into the nitty-gritty and stuff like that so i showed you videos of the 1930s 1935 and 1939 in romania and i showed you a few other things so now you kind of have the context of how he lived you know how people lived especially the peasants during that time and it's it's fascinating because you know when you kind of when you kind of put in in perspective the fact that he was born poor like dirt poor to a mother and four brothers or five i don't even know how many they were and he had to he had no grasp on what what was happening because you have to think that the newspaper barely got to to rural areas and if they got you didn't have much choice in what you could read you know so if you were fed nazi propaganda in the 1930s uh, especially 1935 1939 um you 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 were to believe it right you couldn't quite debate that it's the truth or not if it's your only news source you know the same thing is happening even today where people isolate themselves into their own bubbles and just you know live there so imagine being born in a rural area having your childhood be with four uh, bigger brothers having to learn how to uh, kill a chicken kill a rabbit catch uh, and set traps for like foxes and all sorts of pests you know uh, checking uh, for eggs uh, making bread making mamaliga and learning to 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 do a lot of stuff and doing a lot of like actual work uh, on the field you know do some hours you you'd go to school come home and then go help in the garden and it, it wasn't like in the small garden you have i don't know on your balcony or stuff like that it was like a few thousand meters of garden where you had to cut the grass cut the wood you know uh, plant take care weed the weeds out and all, all that stuff take care of a whole it's like taking care of a whole farm but every house is its own farm with five children eight children three children and how many children they have because you can imagine that uh, in rural Romania they don't really have contraception they don't have pres uh, condoms they don't have pills they don't have any of that they just if you were pregnant you were gonna have that baby and there was no discussion to it and if you didn't want to be called a whore and I don't know if your father wasn't a doctor or I don't know you got raped or you know you didn't have much choice in the matter uh, you were to marry that man because otherwise the townsfolk would you know gossip about you and call you a slut and 
and shame you and shame your family and what a poor job your parents did raising you and all that stuff and believe me this still happened today and it, it's so perplexing to me uh the, this if this thought you know that people still kind of judge this in this manner and just go go about their day like yeah this is normal she's a hoe you know she i i i can't stand that i can't stand that like that at all and you know when they when you add religion to it because romania is a very religious country they 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 do uh this even now and i saw this happen also in countries like the us the uk and stuff like that where they bring in their religion whatever it is their bible their quran whatever that they, they bring in their religion into their beliefs trying to justify it you know i'm not an asshole because uh, a certain book tells me that i'm not an asshole and, and it's fucked up and it's fucked up in a very very big way and it, it doesn't justify it you know just like cheating on a, your girlfriend while you're drunk or your boyfriend while you're drunk doesn't justify it. this doesn't justify it as well your religion doesn't justify your actions in my opinion whether you think they're right or not or you just want to be an asshole it just just doesn't work and uh you can imagine the pressure that uh for example my great grandma had to deal with having like four or five children and having to raise them because it's a woman's job uh, it's a woman's job to raise children at least that's the, the the mentality here you know in romania and 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 maybe you know it it did it change maybe with this new generation but i i, I don't really see it much because uh it, it's hard to spot like progress from my point of view here because I've I've seen things that are not normal and I've seen them even from uh, actual girls and their behavior so you know it, it's it's a weird thing kind of to try to figure it out or to put it in any kind of sort of context so you know I I just just don't know how i would have reacted if i was in his place and i don't know how i would have uh, developed to think honestly by by just growing up in the countryside having to do all that stuff without technology without having to read books without having to you know do 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 walls do everything i did you know to get where i am right now and because i look at certain people that grew up and don't have a lot of notion like i swear to you i was on a bus last week and i saw a man actually eating uh, like uh, sunflower seeds like sunflower seeds on a bus you know public transport and people like that don't know what museums are because they their whole life was growing up you know but fuck nowhere and suddenly they 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 found themselves in a place they didn't ask to be and it's something unreal that that that's hard to kind of wrap your head around especially trying to put you know yourself into into the shoes of 
those people so you know uh, it's, it's it's interesting interesting so let's start again 1935 Hitler violates the Treaty of Versailles in Europe um, German Gestapo is placed above the law and Mussolini forces to take Ethiopia that's this is already 1936 civil war in Spain and you know it, it, it's the the craziness has already started and Stalin starts a purge in 1937 of the Red Army generals Hitler reveals war plans during Hosbach conference and you know fun stuff a lot of fun stuff and on the Romanian side uh, the fascist party begins as I said um, they make back with the communist party royal dictatorship in 1938 and in 1939 a whole bunch of stuff starts to happen like the fact that um, the Soviets have an interest in Bessarabia for example which is very very interesting and also in 1931 Germany invades Poland and the start of World War II happens then uh, one of the army generals was assassinated by the Iron Guard legionnaires starting a sort of coup in Romania and it's it, it's absolutely fascinating to see in what kind of world he he had to grow up you know and in what kind of a place he he grew up to because everything i showed you about the the peasant and how Romania was just a very very weird paradox of uh, kind of beauty in having like Sinaia, Bucharest and stuff like that and having you know the rest which was just just horrible horrible uh, places without any water or without electricity and you know gas pipes and all that stuff that is necessary for us or we deem necessary for us to survive they just didn't have any part of it they didn't have any of that so and they yet they somehow lived and survived and not just that but engaged in a war in a war that i honestly i don't know how romania did it i don't know how they had the balls to to get involved in the first place and i don't know how they conquered anything because by you can see here by a certain time romania got huge huge and even here during the world war ii they just took such a big part of Basarabia and what's now known as uh, Moldova Republic of Moldova and Transnistria and it's just mind-blowing honestly so yeah this is the story of a boy that grew up in this crazy world in a world that started World War Three when he was like four years old and it, it only got worse and worse as time got by because uh, in the 1940s Romania suffers a major blow and I can't wait uh, 
for us to talk about a bunch of stuff that happens during uh, the World War II. So uh, next time we're gonna cover like the, the first part, like 1940 to 1943, and then we're gonna cover like 1944-1945, and then we're gonna cover what happens after, I think, uh, or something like that. Kind of that's the, the plan, sort of. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting to to think about it. Th that's what I think. This is why I wanted to to do this, and I'd I'd, I'd like to show you more. But as you saw, it, it doesn't it doesn't quite cooperate with me. This tiny nasty little thing that's called a laptop, but. But I think I can show you a little bit more of like uh, the Romanian peasant basically. So, you know, ju just kind of um, uh, a bit of context of how life, how life was lived uh, during that period. Because, you know, while we had... Uh, While we had planes and we had a bunch of different stuff that, that was quite seen as quite modern, um, we we were quite behind in some aspects. As you can see here, we, we had skiing, which is, you know, interesting considering that Romania barely has any, any sort of like winter sport honestly <laughs> and yeah this is the type of uh, rural rural area he he grew up in of course this this isn't the exact place but as you can see the water was like wasn't running in their house it was in the garden or in the center of the town this is what teenage girls would do. They would sit on a bench and just do crafts, basically, you know. What you look for, like a hobby now, they, they were doing that for, you know, not to die boredom, basically. And th th this is quite a very nice representation, though it lacks a certain reality in the fact that uh, Ro Romanians, well, ever since forever, even from the time of the Dacians, were big wine drinkers and drinkers in general. So, um, you don't see here a lot of stuff that would happen like wife beating, rape, uh, killings, random killings, you know, stuff like that. As, as nice as all these are, those things would happen and they still happen, like uh, at some point we'll, there, there was a joke here in Romania, like it's our little inside joke where the 5 o'clock news would all be drunk guys fucking their 80 year old grandmas and kill, up to killing them with like a hammer or an axe, you know, so... It's interesting yeah this is what I was talking about here here's where Romania went uh, at uh, an international exposition in uh, New York City and we actually took part in this place which is well in this world fair which is quite interesting to me seeing how see? It's such an interesting thing to 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 see that our international relationships at that time were very 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 strong and if maybe we had chosen more wisely and instead of going with the Nazis we would have you know stuck with the with the, with the allies or would have stayed neutral it would have been something something different of a, like destiny 
for this country, so to speak. But yeah, uh, it's it's part of history and it's something something very something very cute from my perspective to see this because now we barely have any presence especially in the united states uh fair and stuff like that so th this is kind of it this is the episode for today and i can't wait uh, to talk to you next week at the same time and you know it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be quite uh, a series and i know i didn't touch this too much no i didn't but stick with me uh there's much more you can take this as the kind of the context of where it all starts and where we're going because you know uh, i think it's interesting uh, and i think it, it kind of merits to put Romania into perspective because not many know the uh, history of Romania and where we were and where we we're going so you know now you kind of know where where the journey starts and what's happening and then you, you're gonna find out more about my grandfather's life and not just that but the Romanian history in general I have a bunch of stuff prepared for the next few weeks which is awesome and i can't believe i found so much uh so many things uh so you know it's fun for both of us you listening and learning something me discovering as well a lot of stuff that i didn't know about romania so i want to thank you if you're listening on itunes spotify google podcast or wherever you, else you can find podcasts thank you if you watch live thank you as well and if you're watching on youtube don't forget hit that like button hit that subscribe button i'm gonna put an anchor that this uh but not now after in the editing but yeah that that's about it thank you very much and see you next time uh bye bye